I am a big believer in creating a business that's aligned with what you want and how you want to create it. But sometimes when you're in the thick of it, it can be so difficult to see where you may have leaky boundaries that are holding you back from getting what you want. Plus what you can do to shift them to create the life and business you truly desire. Get excited because that's exactly what I'm diving into in this three-part series around boundaries. In each episode, I'm filling you in on the top three places you may be experiencing leaky boundaries and how you can tighten them up to serve both you and your clients better. To get this party started, I share how to shift your mindset and tighten up your boundaries around where your time is going. This is the exact thought process that will help you to use your time in a way that best serves you and your business so you can get more of what you want and truly thrive. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber, the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. Hello, hello, my simple shifters. I hope you're having an incredible week. I am so excited because we are diving into another series. So this series is going to be about boundaries. Now, I know that boundaries can be a very loaded topic, so I am breaking this up into a three-part series. We're going to have so much fun. We're going to talk all about where you may have leaky boundaries and how you can tighten those up so that you can really use your time in a way that best serves you and your business so that you can focus on your priorities. You can get more of what you want and in doing so can thrive in life and business. So that is what this series is about. We're going to be talking about time today and where you may have leaky boundaries around time and how you can really tighten that up so that you can feel good. And that's really what we're after here. And that's what we're diving into during this three-part series. So I'm so excited you're here. I'm so excited to talk all about boundaries and how you can set boundaries that feel really good for you and your business while still serving your clients in an amazing way. And so the first question I want to ask as we dive into this conversation around boundaries is really the question of what do you want? And I know that sounds super, super basic. However, I think it's a really important question and I really encourage you to ask yourself this regularly. And the reason I think this is so important is because I really believe that the reason most people don't get what they want is because they don't even know what they want. And I think there's also this secondary subplot, if you will, of being afraid to ask for what you want or being afraid that clients won't 
think that you are serving them to the best of your ability or they'll be disappointed in your work together if you set a boundary. And that is really what I want to shift your thinking about in this episode and really how I want you to think about really creating a life and business that supports you in your desires as well as supports your clients and customers to the best of your ability, right? Because I really believe that our clients always get the best results when we show up feeling good, when we show up at our best, when we have those boundaries and that structure in place that we know best supports us in doing our best work so that we can go out and we can really show up as our best selves for our clients and customers. So this is a conversation that is so, so important because it is really going to help you to feel good overall. And that is only going to help you to get better, bigger results in your business as well. So this question of what do you want? I picture that scene in The Notebook where Ryan Gosling is asking Rachel Adams, what do you want? What do you want? And he says it multiple times, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about, please go YouTube it and we'll be on the same page there. However, this is such an important question because I think so often we really deep down know what would best support us. We know what we want, right? And yet we can still be afraid to ask for it or we can be afraid to set a boundary there. However, this may be a skill that feels somewhat new to you. This may be a question that you're not necessarily used to asking yourself. This may be something that you have to do a little digging on so that you can really understand what it is that you want. Because from that place, it's going to be easier to make a decision that feels aligned to what you want. However, if you don't even know what that is, it's going to feel really difficult to actually get what you want. Totally makes sense, right? One way where I have seen this show up for myself in my business is really deciding ahead of time what I want support to look like when I am traveling. So as many of you know, I went to the Maldives in December and took the majority of December off to travel around. We went to Thailand, we went to the Maldives, we went to San Diego for Christmas with my family. I really spent a lot of time traveling that month. And the most important piece of the puzzle during that time was really deciding ahead of time what I wanted my boundaries to look like around client support. And the only way that I could actually implement a plan that supported my desires there was to get really freaking clear on what I wanted. The only way I could actually feel good about that going into that month off was to decide what it was that I wanted that time to look like so that I had boundaries that really supported me and also supported my clients during that time. So even just tiny things, well, I guess that's not necessarily tiny, but even making decisions through that lens can be so helpful. It really felt good to me during that time to offer my current clients a bonus month of base camp support, right? So I didn't book calls during that month. I offered current clients a bonus month during which I was checking in once per day. So that felt really, really good to me. It really supported my desires. It felt fun and juicy for my clients. So they still felt supported during that time. 
And overall, just really helped me to run my business in a way that was aligned to what I wanted and how I wanted to create it. However, I never would have been able to make that decision if I had been in a place of making myself wrong for taking that time off or feeling like I absolutely needed to take client calls while I was away. And I would not have been able to enjoy my trip the way I did had I been going through it thinking that I should have been doing something in the business, right? So really setting that intention going into that trip made it so much easier for me to show up in a way that felt good for me to have boundaries around when I was checking in with clients in a way that felt really good to both of us and really just trust myself in having that boundary, right? So that is one specific example of how having a boundary has really supported me in my life and in my business. But there are so many more smaller ways where having really great boundaries around your time can really help you to actually feel good in your business. I know that so many of you created your business for the freedom and the flexibility that it would allow you, right? That's the reason so many people start online businesses. And yet what I find to be true is sometimes it's really difficult to implement those boundaries once you're in the swing of things, once your business has been running for a while now. It can feel a little bit difficult or a little bit tricky to start setting boundaries, to start deciding what it is that that looks like, to start communicating your boundaries, right? Because clients can't respect your boundaries if they don't know what they are. And a really important piece of that is you knowing what they are first. So this is why it is so, so important to get really clear on what it is that you want. If you are ever in a situation where you are thinking, man, I really wish this was going differently or I'm becoming resentful in this one area or I feel like I don't know where my time is going or I'm just really exhausted and I feel like I am having like an energy or a time drain. Like this is the question that I want you to keep returning to. I want you to keep going back to is what is it that you want? And from there, it's going to make it so much easier for you to make a decision that is in alignment with what it is that you want. And most of the time that will look like setting a boundary in support of that desire, right? And I'm not saying that there aren't ever trade-offs to that or there aren't ever difficult conversations to be had. I think that sometimes that really is part of setting boundaries. But what I really want you to get out of this conversation is for you to feel empowered to set boundaries that feel good to you because when you feel good, you are going to be able to see bigger results in your business. You're going to be able to serve your clients on such a higher level, and you're really going to see your life and business thrive overall. So boundaries are really a good thing. They're really there to support you and to support your clients. So that's the first shift I really want you to anchor into here is boundaries are a good thing. So when I think of tightening up leaky boundaries, I have an image of floating on an inflatable flamingo or an inflatable unicorn. It can be a choose your own adventure. You can decide. And I picture this one little leak in our giant inflatable flamingo. Now, when that happens, it may be a really tiny leak. It may be just a little 
bubble here and there escaping out of your inflatable flamingo. However, over time, you are probably not going to be floating that well anymore, right? You're probably going to see your flamingo start to sag a little bit. You're probably going to start wondering if it's really stable or if you're going to end up in the water shortly, right? I have summer on the brain. Let's just roll with this analogy because it's working. And I think that this is such a useful way to think about boundaries. And the reason I say that is because often what I find to be true with my clients, and I've definitely been here too, is that it is not one instance, right? It's not the one time you decide to turn around a really quick change for your client for free. It is when those things start to stack, when those leaky boundaries really become an overall pattern. It's really when it becomes a overall habit of having those leaky boundaries. And often that stems from not being clear on your boundaries yourself. So this is the time to really do that inner work. It's time to go back to that question of what do you want? It's time to decide what boundary do I need to put in place here? What is it that is going to help me feel better about this circumstance or situation, right? So in the example I gave around just doing a really quick change for a client for free, that in one instance is not a big deal. However, over time, if you're doing all of those little tiny client changes for free for multiple clients over the span of a year, that really adds up. And not just in your time, but also in your energy, also in decision fatigue, also in the brain space that it takes for you to do each of those little tiny changes. So while there may only be a tiny leak in your inflatable flamingo, over time, it really does hinder the stability and the overall foundation of what you're floating on there. So the same thing is true in your business. It may seem like a super small thing or a super, you know, minor instance of it. However, what we're looking at here is overall patterns. Where is this happening again and again and again? And how is that really rocking the foundation of your business as a whole? Now, this doesn't even necessarily have to be something in your business. This could be something in your life as well. I know that personally, I had to stop running first thing in the morning because I found I was getting really, really drained by the time I got into my business, right? So Again, this is a little bit of time and a little bit of energy, and we'll dive into leaky boundaries around energy in a later episode. However, I really had to make a decision that it didn't best serve me to get in the car and go drive to where I was going to run and then run for an hour and drive home because by the time I got home, I was actually really wiped and it was leaving me not wanting to dive into my business. It was leaving me feeling like that was a lot of time when I was actually most impactful in my business. I work in the morning. I do really well in the morning. So I try to really knock out those business tasks in the morning. And consequently, that was also the easiest time to work out because it was really much more comfortable of a temperature that time of day. However, I really had to make a decision there. I had to decide that that really didn't serve me because of where I was choosing to place my focus and where my priorities lied in, lied? Is that the word? I don't know. Where my priorities were in that season. 
So this is another big part of this conversation around time boundaries is where are you placing your focus? What are your priorities in this season? And knowing your priorities is going to help you to be so much more intentional about your time both on the life front and on the business front. So if you know that you are in a season where things are feeling really full in your business and you know that that is your main priority, maybe you have a launch coming up, maybe you are really doing a big push for sales calls right now, maybe you're looking for more team support and they simply need more training right now, right? Whatever that looks like for you in your business this is the time to really know where are your priorities. I have definitely had seasons where I was training for a marathon and it was most important for me to get that run in first thing in the morning because that was literally the focus. That was the priority in that season. However, that is not a one-size-fits-all standard in my business and in my life, right? It is something that is fluid. It's something that I allow to flex and shift. So your priorities are going to shift with the seasons and knowing your priorities is going to help you to determine where it is that you put your focus so that you can really use your time in a way that best serves you. So knowing your priorities is going to serve you so, so well when it comes to setting boundaries around where your time is going, both in life and in business. Shifting your mindset and setting solid boundaries around how you spend your time is just one of many ways that can support you in feeling good so you can truly thrive. But I also know that it can feel difficult to know exactly how to shift to create more of the time and spaciousness you desire. You may be wondering if you're using your time in a way that best serves you in getting more leads, closing more sales, and landing consistent clients in your business. That's where I come in, and it's exactly why I offer my free Sincere Sales Coaching Call. Together, we'll get to the root of your biggest mindset block around sales and shift it, whether that's setting better boundaries with your time or something else entirely so you can get more of what you want in life and biz. I only offer a few of these each week, so be sure to grab your spot at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. Now, another part of this conversation that I think is really important is knowing where your time is currently going, because it's really difficult to know what to shift if you don't know what's currently happening in your life and business and how it's looking on a regular basis. I think that it's one thing to have a really full week where there's a lot of things going on. And then it's another thing to see that pretty consistently you are finding yourself doing things that you hadn't planned for or that you find don't really best support you and your business, that your time is going places where you hadn't actually intended. And over time, it's really difficult to one, notice those patterns, but to also shift those patterns if you don't actually have data around where your time is currently going. So what I suggest for all my clients here is to track your time. Now, I know everyone has mixed feelings about this. I can practically hear you groaning at this right now. <laughs> However, what I will say about this is time tracking is super, super useful data. 
Because when approached from that neutral perspective, when getting really curious about it, you can use it as information to make better decisions around your boundaries, around time. So knowing where your time is going is really, really key to making changes, to shifting where your time is going so that it is is in more alignment with what it is that you want, which again, is really what we're getting at here. So if you know that certain repetitive tasks take you a certain amount of time, it's a lot easier to plan for those things, right? I think that often the goal is to get to a place in business where you have a sort of rhythm, right? You know that certain tasks get done in your business on a weekly basis. You know what that looks like. You know how much time to account for those things. And that just makes it so much easier to plan your life and plan your business overall. And run it in a way that feels really good. So I think that time tracking is just so helpful in supporting that because it's going to help you see week over week, month over month, where is your time going? And is that actually supporting you in your goals? So I know that this can be a really, really annoying thing to track, uncomfortable thing to track, right? I've definitely heard this from clients before where they're like, I just hate feeling like I have to remember to press that button and toggle to track my time. Or I've heard from clients, I'm just really afraid of what it'll look like when I finally do track my time. I'm almost embarrassed to see where my time is going or how long I'm spending on certain things in my business. But what I would say to that is, It's all useful data, right? Sometimes knowing what isn't working is so useful on the path to finding what does work. So use it as neutral data. Use it as a starting point and know that once you're clear on what it currently looks like, you can always shift. You can always make changes so that your boundaries around time are really best serving you and your business. The other thing that comes up for me here that I don't think is often talked about in this space is that your boundaries may look different than someone else's boundaries, and that's okay. I just want to offer a ton of permission around this because I don't feel like people talk about this nearly enough. So for instance, someone's boundaries may look like having a schedule in which they are at their desk from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. every single day, right? That might feel really, really good to one person because they know they have a set start time, they know they have a set end time, and then they can really give themselves that break after 4 p.m., right? So sometimes that boundary feels really, really good to clients. I have other clients where they would be allergic to that time boundary. They would not like that one bit because part of the reason that they started their business was so they could have that freedom, was so they could have that flexibility. And putting the kind of boundary on it where they had to feel tied to a certain schedule would feel really bad to them. It actually wouldn't be their definition of thriving in life and business. So this is an important thing to look at. I know this has definitely come up for me before when I've been traveling and I've been answering, you know, emails on a Sunday afternoon or something like that. And I kind of had to check myself at one point and be like, 
is this bad? Should I not be doing this? Like, should I not be answering these on a Sunday? And ultimately when I did check in with myself and I got clear on that question of like, what is it that I actually want here? I wanted to be able to answer emails when it felt good to me. I wanted to be able to really respond to those people on the timelines that felt good to me because I knew I was going to be on a plane the next day. I knew that that Wi-Fi wasn't a sure thing and it just felt better for me to be able to respond in the moment. But that boundary would feel like it was totally crossing a boundary to someone else, right? So someone else might be like, I don't work weekends. I definitely don't expect people to respond to me on weekends. I don't want to be receiving emails on weekends. And that boundary would feel really bad to them, right? So it really just depends on you and knowing what feels good to you and testing and tweaking your boundaries. I think that this is another thing that doesn't come up nearly enough, which is you have full permission to shift and change your boundaries as well. And I know that I get pushed back on that sometimes and people are like, well, they're not boundaries if you change them. And it's like, well, sure. Okay, fine. I'm not saying change them up every day, but what I do think is fair is you get to decide what best supports you in this season of life and business. And that may look different than last season and that's okay. So I really want this to be that constant check-in of does this still feel good to me? Am I still getting what I want here? Is this a boundary that still feels good? And if it's not, full permission to shift it, right? So your boundaries don't have to look like someone else's. Your boundaries can be specific and unique to you, and that is 100% okay. And then also full permission to shift your boundaries based on the season of life and business that you are in. So this is a very useful conversation to have because I think it also brings up this question of where is it a boundary that needs to be set and where do you really need to get more creative with your time, be able to make time for the things that really best support you and your business? How can you set boundaries that really help you with that and support you in that. But then I also think it brings up this question of where is it a story of not having enough time rather than time itself being the issue. So here's how I want to explain this. I have a client who she was finding that she felt like she was never really getting anything done. She wasn't moving things forward in her business because she didn't really feel like she had a solid block of time. It felt like she was constantly being interrupted by either family or other obligations or client requests. And there was really not a lot of big chunks of time in her business. And the conversation we had there was really this conversation around like, well, is there actually not enough time to move these projects forward, move these specific tasks in your business forward? Or is it more about it being a story of not having enough time and therefore we're not able to use the pockets of time that are available, right? So the more we talked about it, the more we were able to really shift that story of it's not that she doesn't have enough time. It's just that we need to be more okay with moving things forward bit by bit in the time that she does have rather than feeling like she needed like a four hour stretch of time that she just quite literally wasn't finding. And look, depending on 
you and your business, that might look different. That conversation that I had with this client might've gone completely differently if she had said, no, actually, I really do feel like we need a solid stretch of time. And I think I need better boundaries around X, Y, and Z to make that possible, right? So depending on the client and the circumstance and the season of business they're in and their goals, there's so much at play here. But this is why I want to tell you that. That's, this is why I want to bring up those things is because even as I'm talking here, I'm saying, but this is not a one size fits all approach. This is not a blanket strategy that you can lay on top of any boundary around time ever, right? It's going to look different depending on you and what feels good to you and what you actually want, right? So that's why I want you to keep going back to that question because I think sometimes we think, well, when we get what we want, right? Like if I'm getting what I want, that means someone else isn't getting what they want. And I just don't necessarily think that's true. Like that, that is not a one size fits all approach. It's not something that's like universally true there. So I really, really want to press on that belief of you can get what you want and you can still support others. And often those two things can live in unison. They can live side by side, right? I'm thinking of another client example in particular, and this client had found themselves in a place in their business where they had a ton of little projects coming in, but weren't really getting in the bigger, more premium priced projects that they desired. So it was really this feeling crunched for time because of how much brain space these smaller projects occupied, how the time was really going towards more little things rather than fewer big things. And this was an overall conversation around boundaries when it came to time, but maybe not in the way you typically think of boundaries or maybe not in the way you would expect because it was really this conversation of how can we create space by saying no to the things that are no longer in alignment with what you want so that there is space for more of the things that you are excited about. Now, this was something that was very specific to this client and their business. I am by no means saying go out and fire all of your tiny clients so that you can get big clients and right? that's not the conversation here. However, it was an overall conversation around, well, you can see that your time is currently going toward lots of little things and smaller projects when what it is that you really want, again, going back to that question, what it is that you really want is more premium price projects so that you can take on fewer of them and really being able to go deeper on those things. So for this particular client, it meant letting go of some smaller projects to create space for that. It meant staying in belief that they could book that more premium priced client. And they actually did. They booked a 17 and a half K project that was the highest project booking they had ever booked. And I really believe that a big part of that was by creating space for what it was that they want. It was setting that boundary of we are no longer available for this smaller project and we are creating space for 
more of what we want, which is these deep dives, is this premium price project. And we're trusting we can book that and we're staying in belief that that can come in, right? That takes a lot of mindset work. It really just does, right? There's a lot of fears that can pop up there. There's a lot of next level beliefs at play. There's a lot of mindset work to do in that. However, that was where setting that boundary and deciding what they were no longer available for really made such a massive difference. And of course, having support only made that feel so much better and so much easier to anchor into as well. So I think that's really another example of where that one-on-one support can be an absolute game changer in your business because you have that support when you have a wobble. You have that support to remind you of what it is that you have said that you want. You have that reflection so you can stay in it and you can set that boundary and you can really call in what it is that you desire. I think it's interesting that when you start truly valuing your time and playing in that higher self-worth energy, that tends to be what is reflected back to you. And I think that setting boundaries around time is really such a great way to signal to the universe, hey, I am available for more of what I want here. This is exactly how I'm stepping into that is by saying no to the things that are no longer serving me, saying no to the things that don't feel like my time is you know, worth spending there, right? And I think that that's not always easy. However, it is one of those ways that you really anchor into what it is that you want. It's one of those ways that you can tighten up your boundaries around time and quite literally like see reflected back to you more of what you want in what is coming in. So for example, I have another client who did have a tendency to just like turn things around really quickly. She worked really quickly. She always liked to make her clients happy, which is amazing. However, what we found is that she really would say yes and turn things around, right? But she wasn't really taking into account how much her business had grown and how many more clients she had had. So while that worked when her business was much smaller, she had grown to a point where now she was juggling a lot more clients. And with that also came longer turnaround times, essentially. However, she wasn't really truly valuing her time in that way. So when we had a conversation around this, she was still turning things around really quickly, but there was no sort of process in place for turnaround times. She wasn't really charging rush fees and she was still just trying to like constantly turn things around as quick as possible. And part of this was really just deciding what that boundary needed to look like in her business. How quickly did she want clients to expect things turned around? And was she really communicating that? Because again, clients can't respect your boundaries if they don't know what they are. And most of the time that stems from us ourselves feeling unclear of what those are. So when we had this conversation, we were able to establish, well, what is a typical turnaround time and how can we start communicating that more often? So then when clients reached out and they needed a quick thing tweaked or they had an additional 
quick project or needed something turned around for an event they were doing or whatever it was, a lot of my clients are designers. So that's why you hear me talk about this in that project context. But then when she got requests for those sorts of things, she could really voice, well, my typical turnaround time for this kind of thing is one to two weeks. However, I can rush it for an additional fee. And the reason I love that is because I think sometimes when things start to feel icky, it's when we don't feel like we're at choice, right? And I think that we really want our clients to feel empowered, like they can make the best decisions for them and their business. So by implementing a rush fee and saying, hey, I can do this, it's just going to be a rush fee, right? Because that's the best way that I can support my business and my energy and my time. So really giving her clients that option of it can be one to two weeks or I can do it quicker, but I'm going to have to charge a rush fee in this instance. And then allowing them to make a decision can feel like such a great way to set a boundary because it does feel like that even energy exchange. It does feel like, okay, well, she's rushing it and she's being compensated for it as well. I have other clients who have implemented this in different ways, um, some of which have been having a one hour minimum, right? So even if it's a really simple request, like, hey, can you change this thing from three months ago, right? And it may not take them a really long time to do that. It may just be, you know, a paragraph or something that needs a text edit, whatever it is. They're still getting paid for that one hour hourly minimum because of the time and energy it takes to go find the file, to pull it up, to make the edit, the client communication, the invoicing, all of these things really truly do add up. And I think that's another way that we can really honor those boundaries around time so that we can best support ourselves. I know other clients have implemented this in terms of package rates for their business, no longer making custom quotes for every single thing, but having a set package that they really own that they're really good at. It's part of their process. It's what they walk every single client through. And that's quite literally this thing they sell instead of feeling like they have to morph or fit into the specific instance or custom project that the client may think that they need, right? So in that way, they've really honored their time and not constantly reinventing the wheel, but having one thing that they feel like really best supports their clients and getting the best results. And that being the thing that they sell as a package again and again and again. So there are totally different ways to implement this strategically in your business so that you're really honoring your own time boundaries and you're really best serving your clients. But all of this is a conversation to get you thinking about where you can implement boundaries in your life and business that are going to feel really, really good to you. I think intention is also a huge part of this. I'm thinking of another client who is still working in a nine to five, and she found that between working in her nine to five and then also working in her business, there wasn't a lot of time left for her. And that really made it tricky and difficult in terms of mindset because even when she wasn't working in her nine to five, she constantly felt like she should be working on her business. She constantly felt like she should be moving the business forward. And while I totally, totally understand that perspective and I know how easily that can happen, 
And the thing that we talked about here was really her being intentional about her time beforehand, deciding ahead of time what it was that she wanted that to look like so that she could give herself so much more grace and permission around that when it came time to not work on either business, essentially, right? And when she wasn't working on her business and really give herself that time to rest, give herself that guilt-free time off, which wasn't happening before. If anything, it was feeling like if she did take time off that she felt guilty about it. She felt like she should be moving something else forward. And that can make it really difficult to actually rest. If you constantly feel guilty for taking time off or you constantly feel like there's something else you should be doing, you're not truly embracing the experience of resting. You're just having, you know, more thoughts about what it is that you're not doing, right? So I think that that was one thing that made it really difficult for her to rest and have it actually feel like rest. So what we implemented there was deciding ahead of time what her days off would be. So she could look at her calendar and decide this is a day off. Like this is a no business, no work day and actually give herself the experience of having that day off instead of feeling guilty for the things that she wasn't doing. So setting that intention ahead of time made it so much easier for her to really lean into that when it came time to take time off. So I hope that this has given you so much to think about when it comes to your time and your boundaries and where you might have leaky boundaries in your life and business when it comes to time and how you can really tighten those up so you can feel good. Because honestly, that only benefits your business. You know, I'm a huge believer that you close more sales when you feel good, but also that's going to help you to move through life and business in a way that you actually enjoy. It's going going to help you to stay in the game. It's going to help you to stay in it longer. It's going to help it feel good in the process of you building your business rather than feeling like your time is going to all these things that you haven't really been intentional about or you don't actually want to be spending your time on, which is another big thing too. So sometimes we need to get a little creative about what that looks like when it comes to where our time is going. Sometimes it means we need to set stronger boundaries with others. Sometimes it means we need to get clear on what that looks like ourselves so that we can communicate that to clients. But I really want this to be an opportunity for you to get clear on what that looks like for you. So go back to that question ask yourself, what is it that I want here? What is it that's going to feel good to me in my life and business? And then what boundaries can I set around my time that's going to best support me in that? Journal on that. And I know so much juicy stuff is going to come up and it's really going to support you in spending your time in a way that best supports you and your business. So I hope this was so, so helpful. I am so excited to be diving into other ways you may have leaky boundaries and how you can tighten those up in the next two episodes. It's going to be so much fun. So definitely tune in for parts two and three of this series, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. 
And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. really become an overall pattern. It really begins to come, become the words, 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 words. It's really when it became the, 